Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. But things ain't merry when you're going through the motions. Fulfillment lies in emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. This high that I've been on is incomparable. Good. <laughs> My heart's beating. Really I know. Well. I'm nervous. I'm like, holy Why am I nervous? Crap. This is like. This is weird. This is different. Yeah, I guess so. Coming right. at you live. We're back. We are back. And we are on a couch. Yes. <laughs> it's so different. <laughs> we have a view. We're on a couch. Um, we're sitting next to each other. We can give each other a high five. Woo! You guys hear that skin to skin contact? <laughs> we're, we are not virtual. Um, For the first time ever, Young Fun and Sober podcast. So we took, coming at you live. We took some time off. We did. We took a month off. Did anything exciting happen? Um, I don't even know what our last episode was. It was obviously it must have been just sometime in April. Did I was I in a, back from Austin? I literally don't know. Me neither. <laughs> um, but we took a break because we needed it. We needed the break. Um, it's just a, it's it's not a lot, but it's a lot. You know. What right. I mean? Yeah. Like mentally, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and shows then, take breaks. And Regu- shows t- regular shows take breaks, and they do seasons for a reason. The Ellen DeGeneres show takes a break. <laughs> If Ellen can take a break, then, <laughs> then we, we can take a we break. We can take a break. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back. Um, we hung out yesterday in person. For the first time ever. We had a sober picnic. Yes. Um, Went to yeah. the lakefront. Yeah. Blazik is in Chicago. Sorry. We didn't explicitly oh, yeah. say that. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> For the first time too. You've never been to Chicago never before. Never been to Chi-Town. So yeah. how do you like it? I like it. I've been bumping a lot of Kanye West. Yes. Um, we course. don't We don't support the actions of Kanye in the recent years, past 10 years. But College but, Dropout is a great album. But College Dropout. <laughs> what was the other one you were Graduation. Saying? Yeah. Like, great albums. Mm-hmm. And I can just, like, say, Shaw City. Yeah. As you I have to. Yeah. You have to. Especially because it's summertime here. So it's like. And I've been hearing a lot of Kanye. Yeah. As yeah. I walk through it. So, yeah, Chicago's been great. Um, I love, like, yesterday was great. Mm-hmm. Just being at the lake and being outside and all that. You came at a good time because the weather's actually, like, really nice now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the winter, it's the complete opposite. But, yeah, um, yeah summertime shy is great, and it's summertime beautiful. Summertime shy. And um, there's a lot of things going on this weekend in Chicago, actually. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. For the rest of Julia's <laughs> life, she has a story. Well, Miss... Miss Taylor Swift is in town this weekend in Chicago, and I had the honor Mm -hmm. of sitting front row (laughs) at Soldier Field for Taylor Swift. If you didn't see the videos, front row is front row. Yeah. I was a good, like, 10 feet from her, so I could see her eyelashes, um... She had a little bit of sweat on her face. You saw the sweat. Yeah. That's how close I was. It so was she's human. It was crazy. She is human, she but sweats. she is also very, like, angelic. And <laughs> half she human, just looked- half angel. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Um, it was one of the craziest experiences of my life. And um, 
I'm so glad that I was able to experience it sober because yeah. I know a lot of girlies yeah. were not sober at the concert. And that confuses me because I know damn well that every single person, no matter where you were sitting, spent a pretty penny yeah. on that ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know those tickets weren't easy to find either. So it's just like a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of energy going into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me to see... You know, some people drinking to the point that, you know, security was getting involved. Yeah. It's like, you must not, I don't know how much you're remembering of this experience. But the thing is, society doesn't teach us to, like, it's not even a thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like concert drinks. Yeah, it's not it's a thought. It's just auto, autopilot. It's not like, oh, I should not drink. And yeah. You know what's crazy is like, when I was getting into sobriety, I was like, concerts are going to suck. Same. I had that same thought. Because, like, part of the concert is, like, yeah, that first beer, you kind of feel the vibe up a little. Right. But then you got to go pee, and you're missing your favorite song. Yes. And you're you're literally just forgetting, period. Right. Right. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, because actually, before I even started, like, my sober curious journey, I had the opportunity to... to see another big name, Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. at the Our Vic. Girl. Yes, my girl. <laughs> at the Vic, which for folks that aren't from Chicago, the Vic is a venue that holds about, I would say, maybe a thousand to fifteen hundred people. Mm-hmm. And this is back in twenty eighteen. So Sweetener had just dropped. Like she's a big, huge star at this point. So for her to play a venue that small right. was crazy. Um and I brought one of my very good friends from high school and we both decided like we are not drinking really this evening yeah because we were like this was a very expensive ticket first of all second of all i probably will never have the opportunity to see her again in that small of a crowd for sure so i'm just so glad that i made that decision because i mean there's been countless concerts in my past that i don't remember oh, that sure. clearly yeah so yeah i've seen john bellion three times and i barely remember i know that it was good but i don't like really remember it which is kind, right. of, kind of a bummer because he may never tour again yeah and it's just like damn like i don't even really remember it yeah it's like those like but once in a lifetime opportunities and it's like or at least a lot of these opportunities aren't going to come up frequently right so it's weird. And not to talk that shit, but let's talk that shit. You know? <laughs> you know? And like I mean, like, I did it. I no, did no, 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 it. No, no, I'm saying I'm about to talk some shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go for it. Go off. When a, a drunk person can ruin a concert for you. If you have the wrong drunk person behind you. Same thing with comedy shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's when it gets bad. That's actually. Yeah. But like when they're bumping into you. Oh. Oh. Oh, or spilling, spilling on your shoes. Spilling drinks. Okay, that that happened at Taylor Swift. If you get a drink on my shoes, I'm like, what the? You're fuck? gonna kick. And like, someone did that at the Mike concert I went to last summer. Mm. And you can imagine like the type of guys that are at a Mike show. Yeah. And he was like, "Bro, like, you're my brother, man. Like, th- oh, like, a lot of those conversations like, were happening. Dude, <laughs> I don't know you. You spilled your drink on my shoes." I'm kind of ignore. I'm like pissed off. Like, yeah. it's cool. It's he's like, dude, you're my brother, man. Like, 
getting really deep I with a complete stranger. I don't know you. Right, right, yeah. And we're definitely not brothers. And I'm all for, like, um, befriending the people around you at a concert. Oh, for that is actually sure. one that, of... That makes it better. That makes it better, yeah. yeah. Especially when, yeah, the fans around you are the type of fan that you are, where it's like, you're up, yeah. you're singing, you're dancing, you're, yeah. like, matching the energy. And I've had a lot of experiences like that, but... If I were in your position in that situation... Our bonding moment is not you spilling a drink on me. Right. That's not the bonding Right. Moment. Well, maybe if you were drinking, <laughs> sure, you may have seen it a different way. I guess. But... Yeah. Yeah. Don't... I just don't miss this. Like, and I'm, I'm hyper aware of it, obviously, now. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I don't want, like, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but it just, it has me thinking to, like... Not even just concerts, but, like, just vacations and, like, things that you're spending such a chunk of money on. Right. And I had the fucking audacity to drink on in these situations. And there were some... The audacity. (laughs) There were some, you know, nights or whatever where it's, like, I had a moderate drinking night and it was, like, it ended up being fine. But still, me looking back, like, things are a little blurry. Things aren't as clear as and they you're could killing, have been. you're killing time. Like, yeah. Like, it is kind of wild to, like, like, I would go to this place, and all I did was sit in, like, four bars the right. whole time. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, and then, like, I could easily do that back home with my friends. Like, if... I'm going on vacation with these friends and we just sit in these three bars the whole two days. Yeah, it's like if someone took a photo of you guys, it's like you yeah. you could be anywhere. Because I'm sitting a, at a bar. I'm a nostalgic king. You know, I love nostalgia. Yeah. So it's like if I go to one bar and I liked it, the next day I'm like, let's go back to that bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we go, yeah. So it's just like pointless. Right. And I feel like the whole point of like vacations and like these, you know, new experiences the fact that you want to see new things yeah. and experience new things. And yeah, I just feel like once the drinking starts, like that becomes less important. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely one of those people that, you know, I didn't bounce back very well oh. in the morning. I was like, I don't bounce back well sober. <laughs> like, Oh, the fact that I was out till, um, I don't think I got home. I'm talking from the Taylor Swift night on Friday. I don't think I got home till one thirty. So yeah. I wasn't asleep until sometime between 2 and 2.30. Right. And when I woke up yesterday morning, I felt I felt hungover. So did I. Yeah. Because I, I, we slept, I think, similar. Oh, you went to bed not, late yeah. on Friday? Yeah. And I went to bed last night at like 9 o'clock and slept all the way through the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I had a very good night's sleep last night. Even though night. I was in the new city and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> when, when your body is just like, well, especially when you're sober because mm-hmm. it's like, how many times did I ignore my body telling me it's time to That's true. Go like home. Our, like, it's time to relax. And I would be like, no, I can't. I need to power. Because we're just overriding yeah. what our body like we're just literally overriding it. Yeah. yeah. So then I would like get that second win, but it was not it's not organic. And then you wake up the next day and you feel like shit, and what's the first thought? Like I should hair the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like yeah, I mean you shouldn't. My That's first my first thought, thought was yeah. My first thought was always like, why did I drink that much? Why did I do that? Why did I think that was a good idea? And then we're trained they're like told, you know, brunch. 
yeah. hit brunch, mm-hmm. get it in your system, and then we're back on. So we're just overriding again. Oh my God, the last time that I went to, was it the last time that I went to Nashville? I think it was the last time that I went to Nashville. It was very much so that vibe that, yeah. of like, let's go so hard every single night. And the only way that we're going to be functioning human beings is if we continue to go hard yep. the next morning. Otherwise, you're just stuck in the hotel. But the flight home. Oh, I've had some the bad hangover home. Flights. Actually, like this is one of my like most embarrassing moments, I would actually oh, no. say. What happened? So We're about to swap some <laughs> stories here. <laughs> Let's go. Well, like I already... So I have like flight anxiety, but only for one thing. Okay. Is takeoff. Okay. That's the only time that I'm anxious. Because in my head, I'm thinking, a lot of people say landing is when Mm -hmm. they're the most nervous. But in my head, I'm like, but the plane is supposed to be going down at that (laughs) moment. You know what I mean? If we're going down, at least something's going right for that. Whereas like, if we're taking off and then we happen to come down, that's what's not supposed to happen. So You got a problem. Yeah. So I have anxiety in that specific situation. Um, and we we must have stayed up till, I don't know, maybe like 3 a.m. that the previous night. Nashville? Yeah. Okay. I'm in Nashville, Airbnb, ton of my friends. Like, I think there was like 10 or 12 of us or something like that. And we're drinking Fireball till Oof. way past. I, I mean, just tasted it when you said that. Yeah. Disgusting. Um... So we're on the plane and I am hungover slash still drunk. Yeah. Because I think it wasn't you like a six or an eight a.m. flight. It was something crazy. No, I think it was a nine a.m. flight. It was a nine a.m. flight. But we were up till three. I was still actively drinking. Might as well have been six a.m. Right, right. Um and all I gotta say is thank goodness they put those little white bags. In front of you. Oh, no. Because. You lost it. (laughs) You lost it. When the plane took off, my stomach said, oh, no, no. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, no. Um, And then you got a hold, or they probably took it for you. Well, I at least had to hold it until the, the, um. (laughs) You just sitting there holding your puke. (laughs) Until the seatbelt light came on. Then Then I got to get up and dispose of it. Um, just, not my sh- most shining Just moment. mule in your puke around. <laughs> God. That was a long time ago now. Gnarly. Mm-hmm. I think that was 2021. The, like the very beginning of 2021. You know the first time that I realized, the planes do something, I think. The first time I realized like, wow, there's like severe consequences to your body to drinking is was on a flight. I went to the Daytona 500, not a NASCAR guy, but I lived there mm. for three years. So I went, so it became a thing like, oh, it's fun to go to. I, w- I went to school in Indy and okay, the Indy so 500 know. is a bit, I never went, but it's a big deal. So you just go, you can bring your own beer. Like oh. people don't know that about NASCAR. It's BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> so, How is that legal? Right? <laughs> so you obviously tailgate, you bring your 30 pack in, 20 bucks. Uh, like you're having a time whatever (laughs) so we do the daytona 500 i'm with a group of all my friends we're wearing jorts i had a full sleeve this is before i had tattoos like 
fake tattoos. Mm, yeah. I'm looking ratchet. Right. Um, <laughs> no, sorry if you're a NASCAR fan. Um, so. <laughs> no, but that's just like the vibe of the Indy 500. It's yeah. just like people come in like cowboy boots, jorts, or just like full denim yeah. outfits. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was denimed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we obviously went super hard. And the next day, our flight was early, so we had to wake up when it was still dark out. And oh, that's really early. I was so, my body was like so anxious mm-hmm. that we had to pull over like six times on the way to the airport because I was like, I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm going to have a panic attack. Oh. And like, that's when I was like, holy shit, like this alcohol thing ain't really good for your no, body. No. And then when we got to the airport, this is like classic alcoholism. Like I was going around to like each restaurant, like. Do you, are you guys serving yet? Like, are you guys serving yet? And they're like, not till 6 a.m. I remember everyone saying not till 6 a.m. Oh, no. When and was your flight? flight? was like 6, 10. Oh, So shit. I was like, I'm not going to be able to, yeah. like, pull this off. Oh, like, no. I'm going to have to get on that flight sober. Yeah. And I was panicking, and I found somewhere, and I got, like, a bloody in me. But it's just like, and then, like, when we were in the flight, I got more, but I was like. Yeah, the priorities. The priorities. Are like, all out of And black. then I was like, I probably went home, posted an Instagram story. This this weekend was a movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Though. Right, right. Meanwhile, um, oh yeah, from my like social media perspective, oh, I'm sure Nashville it. looked like a great time. Mm-hmm. But little did they know, um, that last night was just not cute. And yeah. um, wow, that flight was humbling to say the least. And also, just like getting back from vacation is a little depressing. It is as is. So like. For me to have spiked my dopamine in such a like non-natural, non-organic yeah. way, that come down was so, so like dark mm-hmm. and low. And actually, I was just telling one of my friends that like as great as the concert was on Friday and like I'm so grateful and glad that I was able to experience that. It was literally like life changing. Like it was just so crazy. And I was having the time of my life. But yesterday was tough. Yesterday. The dopamine? Yeah. Like I just the like, crash? Yeah. I felt, I felt a little off. Yeah. And I couldn't really put my finger on why. But I think it was because, yeah, I spiked my dopamine on Friday. As crazy as that is, it's just like, I think after listening to so much Huberman, it's just how the body works. Yeah. Like you have the high. You have nowhere else to go. But, but at least now it's but like... But we know. Yeah. And it's, and it's not as... It's not... It's yeah. down, but mm-hmm. it's not like crazy, crazy. Right, right. Like I feel completely fine You're today good now. now. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like my mood... Yeah, I got my sleep. Got to relax last night. I didn't like... I just stayed in, didn't mm-hmm. do anything and just watched Taylor Swift music videos until I fell You're asleep. In You're in it. <laughs> yeah. Totally in it right now. Um, I was telling Julia, like, for the rest of her life, anytime she hears a Taylor Swift song, she's going to turn to the person next to her and be like, did you know I was I once sat front row to see Taylor Swift? What's would, funny is At least people, that's how I would navigate life. <laughs> which, like, honestly, people are probably not going to believe me. I'm going to have to show proof. And that's you, how crazy that is. You better heart it. Oh, no, yeah. It's favorited? It's favorited. All, oh, okay, all the best videos are favorited. Can you have, like, a favorite of the favorites? I should just have a designated album Bang, on my be. phone of T Swift June sixth, twenty twenty three. Or June second. I don't know why I said June sixth. June second. Um yeah. So 
that was pretty crazy and incredible and I'm just glad I was went into it with a clear mind yeah and um honestly getting out of soldier field afterwards was such a think about navigating that's drunk right you would have been or like smashing iphones (laughs) well like (laughs) oh god let's let's not get into that um but just like i'm thinking like if i had drank during the concert and then like probably by that point it would be like kind of wearing off oh the ooh, ooh. and they only sell alcohol yeah. to a certain point in the concert so yeah, that would be i'm sure that um it was already a very frustrating situation they don't i don't know how the city of chicago doesn't have that down to a science of how to get like 65,000 people out of soldier field right but they definitely don't have it figured out because we had to hop at least one fence to get to just like the regular street, mm-hmm. like the regular city, um, it was a mess. So like I can just imagine like if I was like starting to sober up, like dehydrated, <laughs> that, that feeling tired. Is the, worst. the starting to so that's what I like. I was a drink till I sleep kind of guy because mm-hmm. that oh. But but you wouldn't have had a choice. Yeah right. You're just you gotta get. You home. have thousands of people all around you. You can't get anywhere. Faster than the person that's in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're at the whim of the crowd. Yeah, that so, sounds awful. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I could just, like... It was just tense. Like, you could just feel everyone around was just, like, so tired, so exhausted. Yeah. You know, it's sad that the concert's over. Gotta go back to our real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a fever dream, honestly, being there. It felt... I mean, incredible, yeah. but like I can't, yeah. bizarre. It is. It, it's weird. Like even like us meeting or like you see someone that you know from online, and it's like whoa. Like, yeah. Three D. <laughs> I do feel like I've kind of known you forever, though. For sure, but yeah. it's like the the three the initial the three D ness of it. Yeah, like, <laughs> the three D ness. It's it. not just like I don't know, but Nicole and I were talking this morning, and I think we were talking about like the illusion. We were talking about the confidence that you have when you drink. And then mm. that kind of segued into, like, more illusions. So oh, yeah. my question to you is this. Give us three ways that you... Yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Please um, not with the counting. <laughs> three ways that you can become sober by the end. Um, what are, like, some illusions you had about yourself or anything when drinking, when you were drunk? Like, did you have illusions? Well, I would say just, like, based off of the conversation that we're having, one of the biggest illusions that I had was that alcohol was going to enhance Mm. whatever experience I was just about to have, whether it be... Did you believe that during the... Like, did you believe it was enhanced, like, while you were at the show? Like, okay, I need to keep drinking because this is enhancing it. It was more so, like one couldn't exist without the other. Mm. Like, if, if I'm making these plans to go to a concert, I'm a, I'm a huge concert goer. Like, yeah. I don't know if people are getting that at this point or not. But, like, I, that's what I like to spend my money on mm-hmm. is going to shows. And um, so, yeah, like, way back before even, like, the sober curiosity thing came into my life, um, yeah, it was kind of just like if we're going out to dinner with if I'm going out to dinner with friends, if I'm going on vacation, if I'm going to a concert, it was like 
I have to drink because yep. the drinking is going to, I'm using air quotes, make it better. It's going to make it even better. <laughs> Everything is going to be better. And it's like, actually, what's really happening is I'm not present uh-huh. in the moment because, yeah, I probably am concerned if my drink is getting low, what, how and when I'm going to get you're the like, next drink. I am, like, the conversations going on, your eyes are just like, Watching right. the server behind. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I was doing that uh-huh. in the moment. But now looking back, it's like, you know, now I'm going to dinner and I'm going on vacations and I'm going to concerts sober. And it's like all that I have to worry about is what's happening in yep. front of me. I don't have to worry about anything else. So like that you, was. You don't have to go way out of your way to go to the liquor store and swing back or like. Like that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, just even the going to the bathroom thing. Yeah, the going to the bathroom thing's huge. Oh my God. When I went to um, Blink-182 a couple weeks ago, uh, like, it's like, I like to be, I like to sit on the end of the aisle or mm-hmm. whatever, the row. Oh, uh, so you were... Um, because I like to have a little bit of extra room to, mm-hmm. like, move around. But damn, does it suck because everyone that's in the middle of that row is constantly having right. to go past you. And it was so frustrating because these two people, they And you don't want to be like, excuse me. And you just kill the whole vibe right. right there with the excuse me. Which isn't that big of a deal, but... I want to be in the zone, you know what I mean? And thankfully with with Taylor Swift, like, the way that the seats were, like, here... I'm sorry for listeners, but... (laughs) So the seats were, like, here, and then there was a good, like, four or five feet. Uh And then there's the metal, like, um, fence barrier thing. So if we were up against the barrier, there people could walk behind us, no problem. There was plenty of space. That's so, always nice. Yeah, so that was fine. But like when I saw Blink, that was at the United Center. So your seat is here, and right. there's about a foot and a half of space between. And I was like in a 300 level, but we were row one for Blink. So we were right up against mm-hmm. like the wall, and then the glass starts. Um, just no space. <laughs> and yeah, yeah that's so. annoying. So actually, what I've learned is like, not drinking just makes things less complicated. Oh, and that's I, a good point. And I can just like be in the moment, and it's like I don't have all these like worries happening. At it the does same make things, and it doesn't only just make things less complicated for the time being, but also the next day. It's just like true. Like you don't think about how complicated waking up hungover is. Well, it's like, and also like, let's think back to like, okay, where are we gonna pregame? How yeah. are we gonna like? How are Where's we gonna? Where's the cars? What's the car? Where, how, what's the car situation? How close are we gonna be to the venue? We gotta go get our cars in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like everything gets. We so... have to order food because we can't leave the room. Till... Yeah, true. It is like a complicated. Oh, and that's another thing too. Like after um, the Taylor Swift concert, I was re- I was kind of thinking in my head like at this point I would be like so desperate for food <laughs> I would spend any amount of money on food. Whereas like my thought in my head was like, you know. I spent a lot of money on the ticket. We have food at home. I spent a lot of money on merch. <laughs> I have food at home. And that's what I did. You just hear our parents' voices. Yeah. We have food at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Okay. So I waited. So, yeah. What about you? What about you when it comes to illusions? So the one that stood out to me this morning would be just like confidence. Um, that's a, that's so, a big one. And it's for me because like Nicole and I were talking about this. Like when I looked, when I would be at parties sober, or sorry, sorry, when I would be at parties drunk, I never like looked around and was like, oh, that drunk guy is like confident. Like that never registered. Right. But like my buddy, um, his brother plays basketball and like high level basketball and I remember he would come to parties and be sober mm. and like I always was and he was younger than us so we're we're like the college kids and the younger brother who's a freshman is coming to these parties he should be looking up to us yeah but he's just like sober but he's playing beer pong he's like mm. chatting people up he's he's like doing the party right and I remember thinking that's the most confident guy here but for me to ever feel any sort of confidence, I had to drink. So it was like, I was go I knew in my mind, like the sober guy is the confident one. Right. But when I drank, I felt internally confident. Mm -hmm. But now, um, my confidence has skyrocketed in sobriety. Like I truly feel that because there's just so many un uncomfortable situations that you, when did that happen? I don't know. Uh, we'll just switch to that audio whenever it happened. Okay. Um, so the audio might have, you, you guys probably heard the audio switch, but cool. Um, Should we try to get this one going again? Nah, it's fine. Okay. Um, I forgot where I was. <laughs> you were just saying that your friend was the one that looked the most confident in the room, but you actually felt inside of you that you needed the alcohol. Yeah. Like but I, now that you've stopped, then that's what Yeah, so, so my, my, my confidence and sobriety has skyrocketed because I just like... I do so many uncomfortable things all the time, mm -hmm. which is like literally what gives you confidence. confidence. Yeah. And it's like when you have a bailout for any uncomfortable situation you're going to be in, then how could you ever have confidence? Right. Because you never do anything hard. Yeah. It's just like if you wanted to be ripped, but you never wanted to lift to where it was hard. It's like, ah. I'll only do Ooh. one pound curls. Basic analogy. Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. <laughs> Took a month off. I'm right back. Um, yeah, it's like you have to go through anything, and then because like every time I do it, I, I'm like that wasn't even that hard. Like right. whatever. The, whatever we're saying is gonna be like this huge thing. Like going to a concert. So it's not, gonna be so hard. It's gonna be so hard. It's like actually, since I started doing that, concert going is just that much better. Yeah. Yeah, or, or like dates, or... Totally. Um, meeting new friends. Meeting new friends, yeah. like Going to happy hour with coworkers. It's not even hard. Like, the first couple times, it's going to be hard, but probably even for a different way. More so just because yeah. we're used to it being this way. It's that, not that the act is hard. Yes. It's just the fact that we're used to it yes. being a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, confidence for me is the illusion that stands out the most yeah I would say that like it's it's such a misconception that like what is the phrase that people say I always mix it up whether it's like liquid courage or liquid confidence um yeah liquid courage yeah liquid courage okay that's the one um that was such a common phrase that we used in in college mm -hmm. and it's like I look back at those years of my life my 
self like worth and just like or the way that I perceived myself was just so low and so bad and so like sad yeah you know it's like of course I needed the alcohol to feel some type of confidence because I had such little yeah self-confidence in me to begin with um and it wasn't until I stopped drinking that it's like at least I was starting to like build on it because it was like I feel like where I get my confidence now is just like my very true and clear understanding of who I am as a person Mm -hmm. I was so lost I had no idea who I was for years right you know majority of my my early and my mid 20s I didn't stop drinking until I was 26 26 yeah um And so now, ever since I stopped, I just, you know, it's kind of like I know who I am. Yeah. And if another person doesn't like it, that that has literally nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's them. It's it's their opinion. It's it's their thoughts. So would you drink to like make like be who you thought they wanted you to be, or totally? Yeah. Totally, especially in like the college party scene. That's definitely what I was thinking. I'm, I was thinking, like, I'm not outgoing enough without it. You know, I'm not brave enough without it. Which is it. crazy because, like, liquid courage is actually, like, yeah, there's times where it's, like, okay, I have to give a speech. I'll take this shot before whatever at the wedding. You know, there's, like, no, that yeah. type of liquid yes, courage. yeah. But then there's also liquid courage that is, like, I don't really want to do this, so I'm going to take this mm. drink to convince myself mm. that I want to do this. I've talked about it before on videos that like it turns off your intuition. Yes. And it's like shit if it's something that you don't want to do, where is that coming from? <laughs> yeah. There's probably a reason and you might not know it, but it might take some time to like register for you and to understand. It could totally just like be protecting you too. Like totally. I mean like we could use the most common example of people that go out get drunk, have sex. Like, mm-hmm. that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, but they don't do that. They don't go to the coffee shop. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right, and it results in that. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I think a lot of people go out because they're like, oh, I just want to, like, feel something mm-hmm. or feel, like, connection with the opposites or who, like, whoever you're into. Right. And so they go out and they're like, well, I'll feel better about hooking up tonight if I'm drunk. Like, that'll make me feel... But then at least for me, my experience would be the next day. Oh. My self-worth is at an all-time low. All-time low, yeah. low, low, yeah. So, That's... it's like, is it worth that then to, oh. to go through that? Whereas, like, I don't know if it's Huberman or if it's... Which is the person that says, like, instant... Um, Oh, like delayed gratification. Yes. Huberman, yeah. Right. So it's like, sure, things might not happen as quickly Mm -hmm. if you're approaching someone in like a sober situation. Right. But at least, you know, like if you and that other person do get to that point, it's like it was, it's kind of like meant to be like it was like supposed to happen that way. Yeah. You're not clouded at least. Right. Like. Yeah. You're just. I just feel like there has to be a connection there of like, you know, I would drink to feel confident. Yeah. Then that would, you know, sometimes result in me hooking up with somebody for the first time and 
maybe only time. Mm -hmm. And then my self-worth was actually lower mm -hmm. the next day than it was before I started drinking the day prior. The, the whole fucking, <laughs> like we could There's just, like an equation or something there. We could just like the, what would it be? Like the, not the epitome, but like the whole like concept idea, or? concept of drinking is basically let's borrow happiness from tomorrow. Yeah. And like put it into today. And now I got to feel like shit tomorrow. And now I have to make the decision. Do I want to borrow happiness again from tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And like, that's the whole part of it. Right. And that's like the choice you have to make is if you're considering sobriety or like whatever, it's like, when have you had enough of just like borrowing happiness from tomorrow? Cause like you probably wouldn't give that advice to a friend to be like, like if the, if you weren't talking about alcohol at all, you're just like, Hey, like, you want to borrow happiness from tomorrow? Everyone would probably be like, no, nah, it's probably not the best idea. Yeah. Especially Dave Ramsey, he would be like, don't borrow anything. Are you a Dave Ramsey person? No. Sorry, I don't get the <laughs> reference. <laughs> My man hates debt, so. Okay. He's a financial advisor. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Okay. You can see all those two things squirrely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get a lot of comments where people are like, I just don't understand how you go out into these social settings mm -hmm. and you are sober the entire time. And it's like, guys, don't get me wrong. I've had my fair share of awkward moments. Yeah. Of course things are a little life bit weird. Is, life is awkward. Life though. is awkward. It's supposed to be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You're not supposed to just be fucking ice skating through life. Well, it's just like, you're not gonna have a connection with every single person you cross, path, you cross yeah. paths with. Like that's, that is not the way that things go. Like life wouldn't be fun. If we have just, to seek out the connections that are actually there yeah. and good and true. And everyone knows what that feels like when you have it, whether it be a friend, whether it be romantic, like, you know, when you're vibing with somebody and it's, it, I had such clouded judgment for so long. And, you know, when you stop drinking, you realize the people that you actually want to give your time and effort to your free time, mm -hmm. you know, we work so much. You would think that when we do have free time... <laughs> We'd be a little more guarded. Yeah. Well, you'd just be a little bit more particular about who you're spending yeah. that time with. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Just going back to, like, the, the confidence thing. It's just, like, I'm just so sure of myself now. And when I know that I'm in a social situation, maybe I am having awkward moments with one person. Okay, I move on to yeah. talking to another person. Well, it's I nice talking to you. Nice meeting you. Right, right. And then I really vibe with the next person. It's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I found this person. Right. And we obviously have a connection. You know, I want to hang out with you again. It's worth the like awkward conversation yeah. before that. For sure. Yeah. And I'm and not sure if people are, like, quite connecting that. Everyone is just like, I want to avoid the awkwardness at and, all costs. And you want to be aware. You don't, like, maybe it's awkward and you're just fucking not aware that it's awkward. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're you're just, like, maybe you're talking too much and you don't even realize. Oh, I've done that too <laughs> you're, just, you're You're running the whole show, so you're not even allowing it to be awkward. Right. So. And that's another thing, too, is, like, when I, I've, I've made videos before where I'm saying, you know, when the repeating starts. Mm, mm -hmm. So like, I don't know if you guys have experienced this before. Um, maybe we have sober curious listeners and they're not really sure if they're actually going down the path of sobriety. But when you go to a party sober, there is a certain point in the evening. Yeah. If, and if you're, if you're around other people that are drinking. And it's our cue to leave. Yeah. So 
when people start to repeat the same story, um, I'm talking two, three, <laughs> four times. That is, yes, definitely my cue to probably go. Or, or what also happens is I've told somebody something and 10 minutes later, they don't remember that I just told them that. Yeah, the brain's giving out. Yes, the, the brain is piecing out. The brain is being like, you know, I'm going to catch up with you tomorrow, yep. but you're on your own for the night. Um, and I'm fully aware that I was that person. Yeah, I mean, or when people get stuck on one thing, that's another thing too. Oh, one topic of conversation. Or like one thing about you. Oh. Like, yeah, like, if they think you, like if they think you look like someone... And then God. that's one. And then yeah. all fucking night, bro. <laughs> like anytime they see you, yeah. oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of repetition. That's a lot of reps. Yeah, a lot, a lot of reps. A lot of reps in the wrong And reps. you know, sometimes if I'm in a good enough headspace, I can deal with it for a lot longer than other times. But, yeah. you know, it's like usually if I'm saying it's, it's my time to go, it's usually when that has started because the moment it starts, it's not it's going downhill. It's going downhill. Yeah. It's going downhill. All right. Well, let's wrap it. We got shit to do. Yeah. We're back. We're back, though, guys. Sorry um, about uh, not announcing that. Um, that was Blazik's responsibility. He told me he was going to make a quick episode. And luckily, I edit the podcast, so I can cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye.